Welcome to the Takes with the Tailgears podcast. My name is Townhauser, alongside my co-host Nathaniel Yates. Morning. And our other co-host Caden Cooley. How's it going? This week, we still have sports. I know. We That's to, always we, cool. Because we have to give you a weekly update that, hey, sports are still around. Yeah. So They're not gone yet. For this uh, for this week's episode, we have best thing this week, Darius Geis. That was kind of wild. Stephen Curry news out of Under Armour. Some MLB talk, some NBA bubble talk, and some NHL bubble talk. Then we have our NFC South review to finish up the episode. And also, for the NHL talk, we're going to go through their brackets with two people who don't know anything about hockey, and yeah. then go based off of Jersey. So that'll be interesting. And yeah, starting it off, Caden, what was your best thing you saw this week? Um, so Gardner Minshew thinks he is Chuck Norris. Um, he said coronavirus takes one look at him and runs the other way after a report came out that he had it, but he didn't. So, basically, he's the most iconic player in any sport. Basically, I love him and his mustache. Yeah, he's just a man. I mean, Garner's definitely a meme, so it's nice to see that he's embracing it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, what was the thing he did this summer where he was, like, traveling, well, he was supposed to, like, travel. He was, like, he was ar- traveling the country. Oh, he was? He was, like, RVing across the country. The Tiger King shit? Funniest stuff Yeah, he, he's a meme for sure, but I just... I just I love that he knows he's a meme yeah. and plays into the memeness. Yeah, like literally, I remember the first Chiefs game when he came in. I was like, "Dude, this dude looks like a porn star. Who was who? The hell was Gardner Minshew?" But then he was Loki Ball, and then on he us. had like he was like fifteen for sixteen. Yeah, like, so two touchdowns. he was really cold and a huge thing at Washington State, obviously. And so like they all had like fake mustaches they'd bring to games. It was just brilliant. Yeah, I mean for Jaguars, like the Jaguar marketing team, it's the only thing they can hold on to right now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so they're just going to push him as much as they possibly yeah, like, can. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, I know we're bad, but hey, we have, our, our quarterback looks like a 70s porn star. Hey, yeah. he's not going to be here next year because we're going to try to get Trevor Lawrence, but enjoy him while he lasts. <laughs> oh, God. That's kind of true. Dude, all, what's the best thing you saw this week? Uh, best thing I saw this week is Kyle Lowry likes to fight every player. Um, So he has history with Ben That's Simmons. That's a bulldog. That's a bull. He, he definitely plays into it. He, uh, he had history with Ben Simmons a couple years ago when they got into it, and he said, yo, we can be in the back right now. Um, and, you know, people were caught, caught into that. And this year in the bubble, he is, I think it was Aaron Gordon, correct? Yes, it was Aaron Yeah, he Gordon. said, Aaron Gordon, uh, my room number's uh, 836. We can go right now, which is so... The bubble adds such a different dynamic because they're all in the same hotel. Dude, what is Aaron Gordon going to do, though? Pull up to his hotel room yeah. and knock on the door? That would be kind I of... I heard there was some, like, hockey stories out of the bubble where... It, um, I don't remember the teams, but two teams that were facing each other, they were on the floor, like, below. Really? So there would be some awkward elevator rides. Damn. No. That'd be so crazy. That is, that is, like, awkward as hell. But just, like, the sm- whenever somebody brings smoke in the NBA and NHL now, it means a lot more. Because it's not like, oh, I'll fight you, you know. You're just hold, a floor away. Hold me back, you know, and you don't go to your house in L.A. miles away. You're, like, yeah, like you said, a floor away. Yeah. So the smoke means a lot more. So Kyle Lowry is about that smoke. He do be about that. Best thing I saw this week, Lamar Jackson's mentality. Quote came out this week, I, I don't cry about stuff. I didn't cry when I won Heisman. I didn't cry when I won all the other accolades. But when I seen the cover, like I actually shed tears. And That's wild. It goes to show you how much that really that cover actually means to athletes. Because, you know, like, as fans, like, oh, you know, it's cool. They're on a the cover. But, I mean, that's a childhood dream, and it's really coming true. And you get to see how important it is to people. Yeah, yeah I mean, you grow up, like seeing like all these stars like you got Bo Jackson, Ray Lewis, Michael Vick on the cover and it's like wow I actually got there like I'm on the cover now too like I'm up there with those guys now. Yeah I mean Lamar was the first kind of kid from our generation where like he grew up playing Madden and and he would 
like rec- replicate Madden moves and like that's what he knew. And so I mean he's kind of a Madden cheat code himself, right? So it's it definitely like for us for our generation it means a lot to be on that cover because like that's all we've known from football that it was real football and mainly Madden. So unless you're that one Browns running back that one year, Madden twelve, yeah, but that ended up being the most Peyton Hillis. That ended up being the most gas Madden that was ever. Good-ass Madden. What a it what a good. weird thing. I, I think it was like a fan vote. It was a and fan I think vote, got, and they yeah. voted Peyton Hillis. It just got memed on entirely. Yeah. So Alex yes. Crusoe should be two case next cover. Yes, sir. Next up, getting away from positive news, the Washington football team releases Darius Geis following five charges against him. Dude, what an off season for the football yeah, team so yeah. far. The yes. football team, man, they're killing it. Yeah. The charges included three counts of assault and battery. So. Oh. Well, my thing is always. It's just running back as a position scares me because you're you're born to kill. You're born you're literally trained to run through people that are 300 pounds of pure muscle. Like it I mean it happened with Cream Hunt and he's the nicest guy ever apparently Ray Rice. but Ray Rice it just the running back position itself I honestly think breeds that kind of aggression. I don't think those are inherently bad people. I just think they're all they they live and breathe football, and the thing they do in football is kill. And I will say that position is the only position in football where every time you do touch the ball, you get hit. Yeah, so. and you're trying to hit other people yeah. too. I mean, depending on how you play. So but. obviously, I don't know about the running back mental health state, but I mean, we're seeing some poor examples of it, and yeah. it really sucks because Darius guys not like was he wasn't like an amazing prospect or anything, but he was an up and comer from LSU. You know, Washington really counted on him to, you know, be something along with Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he's been injured a lot. Everyone was kind of excited yeah. for him to come out and play well eventually. But, I mean, and, it's just kind of sad to see. Yeah, so that kind of, I mean, in my opinion, really much, pretty much ends his career. So, yeah, which is, I don't know. Give it two months before it washes over and then some NFL team picks him up. Yeah, the NFL does tend to do that. They yeah, forgive but, way I mean, too. Look he, at Kareem. I mean, he has injury problems, this problem, and he hasn't played well on the field. That's, yeah, but if you, if you say talent, a front office is like, oh, let's get him. I guess. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Moving on, Stephen Curry. Some news came out of Under Armour that Steph is getting his own brand, which will be like very exciting to see like his own logo. Just like see Jordan. See go with it. Yeah, kind of like Jordan. Which is, I'm really excited for this. That's crazy, man, that Steph Curry has gotten to that point where, one, it feels a little weird to me because... Like, when Jordan was with Nike, Nike is so big, but Unarmor is basically just Steph Curry, so I feel like it's not really necessary, but it, it, it's dope for him because he's gotten to that stature where he is his own brand, and he's above Under Armour. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you've got all these little kids who look up to him, because really, in my opinion, he's the only player in the NBA who a little kid can look at him and be like, oh, I could be that. I'm not going to be LeBron James. I'm not going to be... Yeah. You know, yeah, Zion. Steph, Steph was always called too small, not good enough, and I think that's really inspirational. He really, so, yeah. he really pushed the game forward, not just because of like, oh, more they shoot more threes now and everything, but just like I said, from the kids who never thought they had a chance, there's going to be so many more people playing basketball because of that, because they think they have a chance and they can develop and become into good players. Also, just a great guy on and off the court. Yeah, I mean, even when. I hated the Warriors and everyone did. I all I had Absolutely. no ill will till Steph. You can't, you can't. Their family's he's amazing. Too nice. His family's amazing. Yeah. I love his daughter. Yeah. Riley Curry's yeah, she's great. Like, Aisha's great. They're just all great. I as love a, the Curry's. Like as a LeBron Look at Curry, fan, man. So inspirational. <laughs> out of the flight. As a as a LeBron fan, I you know, I was always rooting against Curry, but 
like every time he would rain threes, I'd be like, man, I can't hate. He's just he's a nice guy. So good. He just is nothing but skilled. You can't you can't be mad at that. He's which, just skilled. So off the top of your head, no spur of the moment. What's your favorite Curry moment of all time? Oh, that is oh actually no instant instantly Steph Curry against the Thunder. Oh, dude, awesome. in overtime, Westbrook hits misses the pull up midi. Steph Curry comes down half court, bang. Fuck, oh, dude, it's that was amazing. My favorite Steph moment, the one against CP3, um, the turnaround, just Oof. chuck it up three pointer. Just broke him off. No, 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 not the broken. Not not only broke him off. Just oh. where like he like kind of lost the ball and just chucked up a oh, three. Oh, he like went through like four. Yeah, clippers. Went through, like four clippers. Just Steve Kerr put his head on his hands on his head. He's like, no. Okay. <laughs> I recreated that shooting motion and that shot so many times. I was just obsessed with that shot. I was like, dude, that's so tough. That was like, his like breakout year too. Yeah. So that's my favorite Steph moment. Kane, is there a Steph moment that was special to you? I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, there's there's so many that, like... Yeah. It's just, yeah, him shooting a three, that's the yeah, moment. Yeah, like, seriously, like, as an NBA fan, I watched uh, the game where he, at the time, hit the most threes in NBA history. It was just 13, and then Clay, his teammate, went on to hit 14. But I watched that game, and every three you go up, you're just excited. You just pulls it from three, and you're like, let's go. Dude, he also this just kind of normalized, like, insane shots, because, like, Dame yeah. does it now, and we're yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah, because Dame... Never had shot those shots until Curry did it, and now yeah. honestly, I think Curry, it's becoming Dame, more accepted. Yeah, like I mean, LeBron is shooting those shots. LeBron James, who was never even a decent like he was always an okay three point shooter. T.J. Warren shooting them shots, <laughs> and now LeBron's shooting from half court. We're like, good shot, Bron, with <laughs> yeah. twenty four seconds on the shot bro. clock. So. All right, well, look at Curry, man. So inspirational. <laughs> Moving on, MLB talk, more Astros drama. We talked about it last week with the Dodgers, and now with the A's. A fire brawl. Like, this one was way better than the Dodgers. Yeah. Some, you know, shoving. Some guy, like, went after guys, like, knee. It was great. It was a legit brawl. It was a legit brawl. Dude, can we get an over-under setup for how many brawls there's going to be with the Astros this year? I said this last week. I'm so happy people aren't forgetting about the biggest cheaters in the game. Yeah, no, they're definitely getting their due, bro. They're and you know, I, I kind of you know brought this up because I'm you know, Caden asked a great question. How is it? How often is this gonna be in, like an event? Like I'm sorry, I don't. I still feel no remorse for the Astros. If you cheat in the biggest stage and there is in that sport, you get every right to be shit on. I'm sorry. You should get beaned every I, time you come in. I play. honestly believe they're gonna get in about. T- eight or ten more fights well, this year. Well, and you know what's interesting is because how the MLB is doing their schedule, you basically play your division and then your your counterpart division. So, like, an example, if I'm in the NL Central like the Cubs, I'll play my division in the AL Central a lot. Yeah. I think the Cubs play the Royals like 12 times or something. So that just makes it so even So they're playing the same then. teams repeatedly, yeah. which I love. Yeah, the yeah the Astros definitely, that would be fun to see that heated just tension build up. But, uh, yeah, no, the Astros definitely get deserve I'm, I'm glad they're yeah. getting their payment. Because you were really excited before the year, before COVID hit. I was so stoked to go to the Royals Astros-Royals game. game. So you can just Just yell them. at them. Yeah. I was literally just, I was going to go super early. They got the first lucky. one in the stadium, just yell. Just, I, mm. I mean, yeah, they're still getting shit, but, like, you know, a pandemic happened, so everybody's yeah. kind of, have, yeah, has yeah. more things to worry yeah, about. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like. Like people hated the Warriors because we thought they cheated just because you they got they good players. So the Astros literally cheated, and they had good players. Yeah, it's not like great. they weren't they the best team in the league. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, they deserve every bit of it. All right, next up, another uh, another Cardinals series got postponed, which is very unfortunate. Just the MLB, the Cardinals haven't played in I think like over a week now. The Cubs series got canceled, and now the Pirates series got canceled and well postponed. 
I should say. But, you know, it's very scary. And I was kind of worried about this after, you know, that first kind of wave of baseball COVID positives kind of hit. It's just going to affect the season so much. And it's really unfortunate. And I hope it ends here, but I don't think it will. Like that Phillies pitcher. I I want to say Phillies. It might have been like a Pirates pitcher. But a pitcher got caught going out with buddies to a club one night. I'm just saying, man, the bubble is the way to go. We, we've established that pretty yeah. clearly. The NBA and NHL, no problems. They're they're great right now. I love watching hockey and basketball, and I feel okay in watching because I know this isn't going to stop. Yes. Or I, I would hope so. I feel, feel pretty confident in that. You know, B, I don't even want to watch it because I just know that. I'm not confident at all. And we're going to talk about, you know, some teams that are playing well, but it's like, well, is it even going to matter in a month? That's the only reason you're not watching MLB Talon? Well, yeah, I also don't like baseball that much. But, like, still, like, in this time, honestly, like, baseball is not. I would watch baseball. It's nice to have. It's nice to have. It's just I don't want to even touch it because I don't want to get attached to something that I know is just going to poof away. In yeah, and it feels very flimsy. I feel like every time we talk about it, it's almost in, like, a just dirty, like, gross context just because, like, there's always, like, that little, like, grudge between the players and the owners and the commissioner, The too. commissioner is the biggest the, Yeah, I'm just so saying. from the top down and Manfred's a clown. Yeah, I mean, you can just look at it. The commissioners in the sports, I've said it multiple times, commissioners in sports, look at Adam Silver, look at even Roger Goodell. The commissioners that are good, their league are killing They get it. shit down. They're good. They get yeah. shit done. And, like, I think Roger Goodell has had slip-ups here and there, but overall... He's a good commissioner. I think Roger Goodell the last like six months has been on a roll. He's, he's been on a roll. He's been doing well. The draft went well for him. I mean, yeah. the racial injustice stuff. And he's been stuff. embracing it, which yeah. he absolutely yeah. He played should. that very well. I mean, the COVID stuff so far is going well. Now, we'll see how that goes once the season starts. But compared to Rob Manford, yeah, exactly. I, it's it's absolutely brutal so, for him I right mean, now. Teams with the best, uh, the leagues with the best commissioners right now are killing it. So Moving on to some actual positive baseball news. We're going to talk about some teams that are killing the game right now that I'm noticing. My Cubbies, 10-3, first in the NL Central. Okay. Just absolutely beat up on the Royals. Even though, like, the last game of the series, the Royals beat us 13-2, to two, which I thought was interesting. What? Aren't they, aren't the Royals, the Royals are goaded. What? Aren't they still booty? Oh, yeah, they're booty. I mean, they still the lucky. Cubs won the series 3-1. Aren't they playing, like, a bunch of, like, their, like, not good players? Um, well, the Royals don't have good They don't players. have any. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, aren't they playing a bunch of young guys? That's all they have, so, yeah. No, the Royals are absolute garbage. But, you know, the Tigers are on a team very surprising. Eight and five out of the break. And, I mean, for the Wish team in baseball, I'm very impressed. They're actually on a three-game winning streak. So they weren't. Oh, nice. Yeah, eight and five right now. And then finally, the last team that's really impressing me out of the gate, the Colorado Rockies, above the Dodgers right now in the NL West. And I'm stunned. You know, they're seven and three in the last ten. Dodgers will probably end up winning that division, but... Shout out to the Rockies for playing good ball. I think baseball is very interesting because you you oh, like they play in series, so you play yes. the t- same team a lot. So I always I f- loved the series because you get a time to really adjust. Like there's not, I don't feel like there's a lot of like chance for upsets. Like sure, you might lose the first game, but I think like uh, in basketball, the better team usually at least wins two out of like two out of three exactly of right. So I feel like it's a lot easier because you're like oh, like the Rockets and the NBA, they are successful because they catch people off guard. Um, yes. Because, but that's why they always lose in the Their style's so different. Their yeah. style's so different, so it catches people off guard. MLB, you kind of can't do that. You have to be good or you can't be good. So that is very interesting. Yeah. Moving on from baseball, we got some NBA bubble talk. And Lonzo Ball is the first topic up. And wow, what a disappointing bubble for him. A guy who reportedly said that he hadn't touched a basketball in two months, which Chowser told me that. Yikes. Here are his stats in the bubble. Five and a half points per game, almost five and a half rebounds, 
almost seven assists, but shooting 26 from the field and 19% from three with a two and four record. Dude, what a brutal team to be in the bubble in the first place. Like, the way the playoffs were set up to get in and the bubble were for the Pelicans and Zion to get in the playoffs, and they just did not want to be there whatsoever. The league literally gave it to them on a silver platter. Yeah, all they had to do was win. They had the easiest schedule, too. It's yeah. like, Zion, it's here for you. But also, yeah, their coach was not helping him at all. Lonzo, obviously, playing like a trash can. Lonzo is playing really bad. Dude, I was watching some games of him, and everything was getting bricked. Like, it was just brutal. Okay, as a Lakers fan, I... I I've rooted for Lonzo hard, and like I was the biggest Lonzo fan his rookie year, as Nate knows, and and I have always said like he doesn't need to Im- he doesn't impact the game from scoring like he can score 10, 15 points and be really impactful like really impactful because he gets boards he gets assists you saw he had the assist but when you shoot that bad when you shoot two for seventeen on your stop first shooting. game yeah just stop just stop shooting so. Like, I love Lonzo, and I think he impacts the game way more. He impacts the game with great defense, amazing passing, great rebounding. But when you shoot that bad, you become a negative, like a clear negative. Yeah, you're wasting possession. Yeah, that point. so I love it, you, Lonzo, but it's, damn. It's very hard, disappointing. It's hard to see growth from here, too, because, like, where, where do you go from 2-17 and 17 when you're shooting 26%? Like, you can get better next season, but even after you've already said you didn't touch a basketball for two months, it's kind of well, embarrassing. He's, okay. a, he's a guy that really needs to be in a flow when he's shooting. Because before and, the season yeah. ended, he was or postponed. He was playing great. He was like 27, 25, 24, 27 because he was shooting well. And, and he shot for like 40% from three this year. He shot better than James Harden and Devin Booker and certain players. But it's because he was in a flow. Yeah, but if you need to be in that flow, then why exactly. don't you pick up a basketball? <laughs> well, because yeah, you, so you would think because he's a rhythm player, stay in rhythm. And I know that, sure, like COVID – you didn't have your perfect facilities, but you couldn't go to your outdoor court or yeah. just ball. Like I know we Dude, have the, we could have played, we played basketball. And like you guys said, if you're not shooting well, then just pass it around. You realize you have Zion and Brandon Ingram on your team, right? And JJ Redick was also yeah. like carrying them. You have two 20 point scorers and like a really great shooter. Yeah, you only need to take like five shots a game if you're Andrew playing like Holiday? that. Why are you taking shots? Yeah, facts. Moving on, Dame and PG beef. Oof. Oh my god, boy, dude. has this probably been the juiciest thing in the podcast? Right Dame, now. So juicy. Let's dude, go, Dame. I don't know who hurt him, but <laughs> this tear he's been on, he has just been coming for people's heads. He like oh. fifty-one, the game after he missed those free throws, that was nutty. You want to explain the, explain the so situation? yeah, so game against the Clippers, and obviously every game is pretty much do or die for the Trailblazers. You know the. Yeah, they're in that playoff, but still the Suns are right behind them to take away that playoff yep. from them. So Dame had a chance to take the lead with free throws, bricked both of them. Very disappointing. And Paul George has something to say, and and Pat Bev, because Pat Bev was on the bench yeah, going Pat Dame Bev time. Was, yeah, yelling Dame time. Paul George, um, after Dame had his like post game interview, Bleach Report posted it. Paul George commented on the post, and you getting sent home this year. Laughy emoji, respect. Dame said, at Paul George, keep switching teams, running from the grind, you boys is chumps. Ooh. Oh, man. <sighs> Dude. Dame is not taking your respect. I said this to Talon yesterday, though, but I think the funniest part of all of this is how quick they are to get to social media after the game, because that was posted within, like, 15 minutes they of the game ending. The bubble's no joke. They got nothing else to do. They, they're just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They really just walked over to the bench, and they said, oh. Yo, and then, <laughs> yo, and then their baby mama's getting into it. I loved that. So, um, Dame's, I don't know if it's his wife or girlfriend, but Dame's. 
Partner. Partner. Let's go with partner. Because I don't know the exact new relationship. Danny's partner was on Instagram Live, basically called out Paul George for, like, um, getting a uh, stripper pregnant and then ending up, like, getting with her. Yeah. And then, like, Paul George is baby mama. What did she say? She said, like, shut this fat cow up or like she said something like that man juicy even the baby mamas are getting involved it, it is, is getting it's wild juicy. um i'm just gonna say pg shut your ass up bro like come on you cannot talk when dame dropped 50 on your head and ended you on a 40 foot game winner to end the thunder to end yeah, the series. Yeah, he didn't end their season. He destroyed the organization. He, he literally sent Russell Westbrook to the Rockets and Paul George to the Clippers. He sent one of the most loyal players in NBA history out of his team that he was drafted by. He just dismantled the team on one shot, basically. On one shot? Yeah, so Paul, just just keep quiet, bro. Dude, because, and Paul won the game, so like he he wins in general, but he just had to say something, too. Yeah, and you went to the Clippers with Kawhi, yeah. and you're going to talk on Dame? Yeah, not no, talk bro. on Dame, which bro. is like okay if you do that, but don't talk shit. Like you're way better than him because like you Act have like the he support. And your OKC career, come on, yeah, dude. Th- that is not the same, bro. Him missing free throws is not the same as hitting a forty-five foot. <laughs> I think I think we're all in agreement level. that we would love to see a Rockets Blazers playoff series, and if we are very lucky to see and I don't think it's likely because you know they're playing probably gonna play the Lakers in the first round if they do but I would love to see a Clippers Blazers or a Rockets Blazers Westbrook and Paul George oh man and because last year I don't know I'm kind of feeling a little Dame revenge tour right now as a Lakers fan I'm getting scared because this man Dame is out here to kill the next game against the Sixers dropped 51 51 and 15 for 16 from free throw line I will say it's kind of funny I brought this up to talent to end the game um, they were inbounding a pass and they tossed it to their center because it was for fouls. It was going to get free throws. Yeah. And uh, I was like, God, why aren't they giving that to Dame? And then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was like, everyone was surprised when he missed those free throws. You're like, what? I was Dame? sitting there watching and I was yeah. like, Dame, what Dame, are you doing? You free throws, but, but hey, last night I took an L. Now he bounced back. Exactly, bro. And Dame, Dame bounced back with I think, 50. I think to, to end this little topic, um, we can all agree that any player in the NBA right now, if you can watch one player, not LeBron, not James Harden, not Kawhi. TJ Warren. It's TJ Warren. <laughs> no, it's it's Dame. It's Damian Lillard is the most fun watch right now. Dude, He's, yeah, I was talking earlier about... I don't know, I kind of like watching TJ Warren. TJ Warren's fun, too. I was talking earlier about, like, those shots that have been normalized by Steph. Dude, Dame's yes. literally hitting, like, these Dame, fouled threes. Like, Dame logo Lillard, baby. Dude, he hit two of them in the fourth quarter, and the announcer was just like, yep, that, he did that. <laughs> yep, he nice. Yeah, man. Can't make a free throw, Dame's, but... Dame's a killer, man. Next up, speaking of killers, the Phoenix Suns, undefeated in the bubble, one game back. Also, the Spurs are playing fantastic. This, and we'll kind of get to this later, but how about the Suns being nice in the bubble? Dude, Where did this come from? What, 5-0? 5-0, and actually, Devin Booker, for the first time in his career, has won over four games in a row. They play tonight? Uh, I believe they, they do. do. Yes. Well, I think yeah. they play against the Thunder at noon. I think yeah. they'll lose. Yeah, we're, Dude, we're filming. The spread at... on that game is seven. Like, can we show some respect to the Thunder? Suns are nice. I agree with you, though. I, I think the Thunder are going to win. Yeah. Um. Yeah, right now we're filming at 1232. I think they play today. They might so they're going to play right in an hour. Now. Yeah, they play so, like in an hour. So they might have lost by the time this is up. Yeah. I think <laughs> this will be kind of interesting. I think they will have lost. But overall, even if they are 5-1 and one or 6-0 oh after today. It's crazy still. Dude, crazy. wait, time out. 
didn't Paul George just have a game winner hit over him by Devin Booker like the other day? <laughs> yes. Yes, he literally. Are did. we gonna forget about that? <laughs> yeah, Paul. Paul is talking when. And he then did he not. and then he didn't play the next game. Yeah. Oh my god. He didn't play. He didn't play last night. Oh my god. Wow. And then Wait, they lost. And then they he, lost to the Nets. He didn't play against the Blazers, but he still. No, was, he no, no he, he played against. The no, he played against. Oh, the Blazers, he was in that for that but game. He didn't play against the Nets last night. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Suns. We'll see if they Dude, can keep this hey, up. Shout out to my Nets, baby. Let's get it. Yeah, Kate actually won a bet, which was cool. On the Nets against the Clippers, who the hell would have thought? It was yeah, but you bet it was when they were winning. Yeah, well, yeah, but they still. <laughs> wa- I bet in the first quarter. You act like I put money on the okay, fourth I know. quarter. They were also like dropping like. Hey, I don't want to hear it from you because you both were saying Caden that's stupid they the whole time. Forty in the first quarter, but <laughs> you know who won? Caden. So fuck you. <laughs> no, um, you went zero for eight the other day. I don't want to hear. It. No, it's like Paul George. <laughs> hey, it, it resets every day. <laughs> you got to come in and clock in. Moving back, on. Back to wait. Let me just one more oh, point okay. to the Suns. Um. I'm just glad Devin Booker's winning games. Like, he's so talented, and he's been losing so many games. This was his first ever fourth four-game winning streak. Yeah. First ever. Are, are they – I haven't watched any of their games because I did not think they I'd want to watch a Suns game. They beat shit out of the Pacers. They played really well against yeah. us. And they beat so. the Clippers. Is, is it just because of Devin Booker? Like, why are they playing well? <sighs> They're just playing well. You know what? I'm not really watching. I'm sure some guys are stepping up, and Devin Booker is playing out of his mind. He's, I heard DeAndre Ayton was playing pretty well. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'm not watching Suns games. Or so, games. but I'm just glad that Devin Booker's winning games. Yeah, like it's not going to last. Even the best they could possibly get is they make the first round against the Lakers and win one game. Oh, I forgot to. We probably should mention this. You know, Draymond said, you know, Devin Booker should oh, yeah. be out of Phoenix. Draymond got, Green got fined for tampering. Yeah, we fifty thousand put that because yeah. he yeah, made a point that we are all thinking, which is Devin Booker shouldn't be in Phoenix anymore. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Draymond, for pulling it out for us. <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah, oh, he, crazy hot take. They said, is that tampering? He said, maybe. <laughs> got Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> he literally said, go to a winning organization. NBA, NBA is a soft league. Moving on for another guy who's absolutely balling, Luka Doncic. Putting out my career numbers, Dude, bro. I was, 19 assists, 34 points. I was watching him Ooh. the other night, and I was like, why do we not talk about Luca more? Like this kid is so we, good. We, we just expect it now. I I was talking to Talon. I was like, "Hey Talon, did you see his like fake behind the back pass that Rondo does?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no, I saw his between the leg assist." And I was like, "Oh yeah, just <laughs> just one of his many highlights oh, yeah, of the game. You know, just one of his like five top ten plays that day." I mean, it's so funny when I look back on Luca in the draft because we were like, "Oh, you won this the MVP in the second best league in the world in basketball." I guess you might be okay. You might be okay. And then he plays well, and we're like, oh, shit. Well, I guess that mattered. <laughs> like, he won he won the MVP in a grown man's league in the Euro League, and we were like, nah. And then said it's easier to score here. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, savage. They're like, yeah, they don't play any defense here. Well, because they're so physical in Europe. Yeah, they're, they're really physical. Dude, they just get fouled every time. I think it, literally he is bred to win the NBA because he's played for – it was Real Madrid, correct? Yeah, uh, he played for Real Madrid since he was like thirteen, dude. Yeah, I mean he's hitting contested threes though. Like yeah. if he works on his defense, yeah. I mean Luca's yeah. pretty bad defensively, but he can always get better. Be at that. MVP here in like two years. Can like let's talk about it. This is his second year. That's what I'm saying. Second year. We like. And he's what, a top ten player in the league. He's a top ten player. That's insane. Like Luca's crazy, bro. He my Luka. career numbers. Bottom line, Luke is crazy. Luke is crazy. And, and he's I only, love, what, 22? And yeah. I love that he went to the Mavericks. He's kind of like Dirk had the, you know, the it's old like a, like a low-key team. I love European that. basketball player was Dirk. They and then Steve Nash, Dirk. And now they have Kristaps and The and best white guy ever. Mavericks are the only team to have good white players besides Celtics. Yeah. And, like, the Jazz, like, John Stockton. Yeah. That doesn't count. 
Bad news out of Philly, Ben Simmons will undergo surgery to remove a loose body in his left knee. I don't know what that means, but like a I'm loose so, body. So, something's wrong with his knee. Bottom line, and he will miss the rest of the playoffs. And wow, is that a crushing blow? Are you sure he's gonna say. miss the rest of the playoffs? I mean, he's getting is surgery. That what it says? I mean, I assume, I'm just. It doesn't say on this post, but I think I saw that. I mean, yeah, I, I've he's heard missing an extended. Time. So yeah, I feel like there's no way he can't. Though, I mean, it's right? knee surgery. Yeah, so. <laughs> and Joel went out with an ankle sprain in the first quarter yesterday. So yeah, we... yikes! Bad news for the Sixers. And I think if Ben Simmons is out, the Sixers are not yeah. contenders. I feel like we can just cross the 76ers at the board. At they might point. win a series, but not making deep noise in the playoffs. Dude, it's just you can't. It's brutal for them too, because like you really wanted this year to kind of evaluate them and see what they could do together yeah. one last time, at least before you trade anybody. I feel yeah, I feel like this was the evaluate year, and you don't get that. And I still feel like at the end of the day, Sixers got to blow some stuff up. What whoever needed to trade trade Ben or Joel again, I will stay on record that I think they trade Joel before they trade Ben Simmons, but. Um, I just you got to trade somebody, do something because this isn't working. This is not. It didn't work last year with Jimmy Butler. It's not working this year. It's not a good fit when your best players are both paint guys. It doesn't yeah. work. No, I agree. Moving on, the eighth seed in the West is becoming an insane Russian roulette game. It feels like I mean, Oof, it's like a playoff series in its own. Yeah. So it's pretty much it has been confirmed that there will be a plan because all the teams that could win it are under four so there will be a play-in and now the suns are a game and a half back the spurs are just a game back the trailblazers are just a half game back and then the memphis grizzlies are obviously the seed right now boys this is so entertaining oh yeah you have three teams that are on fire you have the blazers who are hot the spurs who are playing really great basketball and the suns who are undefeated in the bubble and then you have the grizzlies who are just kind of trying to Keep their head up. Yeah, they're trying to keep their head. Yeah, for sure. They won uh, one game in the bubble. What's my favorite about this is every team has something to get decided about. You got you have the Grizzlies who John Morant's first year, and I love John Morant and I love Jaron Jackson, so young team, they're always fun to watch. You have the Portland Trailblazers. We just talked about Damian Lillard and how much he's how fun he's to watch. And then you have the Spurs. The Spurs have like a twenty year playoff streak, so I'd like to see that continue. Greg Popovich, I don't think has ever missed the playoffs. That's insane. So that would be cool to continue. The Suns, they're a hot team right now. I'd love to see Devin Booker in the playoffs. So this is great. This is the absolute best that could have happened for this, basketball, baby. for this Fantastic. little play-in. I think we can all agree. I think the matchup we want to see for the eighth seed is Suns-Blazers. I would like to see that. I I don't know. Because I, at this point, I honestly can't say comfortably what teams will be. Exactly. I, I, definitely, I definitely want the Blazers in the play-in. Yeah. I don't know who am I. I I think I still would be happy with Grizzlies because I just think they are a much better team. Honestly, I think the Blazers will beat the Grizzlies. Me too. Oh yeah, but, but for sure. I think it will be Grizzlies Blazers and the Blazers will win, but I wouldn't I literally wouldn't be surprised Dude, if it was When was the last time we were this excited for an 8th seed? Right? Yeah, I think honestly this plan is like It was a great idea. Honestly like they nailed could it. you see them like including this in the regular like I would from love season? That. I think it's I think, been I think super it makes fun it very competitive. because the NBA eighth seed is never a fun. No, no one cares. Whoever wants to be there, but yeah. especially like in the West right now, it's very competitive. Like in the East, yeah. I mean, yeah, who would care? I mean, but it's in the not West, even... it's fantastic. Yeah, and I think honestly, like I would be kind of happy if they included this in the NBA from now on because it it makes it. I mean, we're getting excited about teams that are barely in the pl- not even in the playoffs. So it 
it makes the bottom half of the league fun. It, think about if we didn't have this, right? It would be kind of boring right now. Oh, like, yeah, We'd true. still have basketball. We'd still have everybody. But, like, the Lakers aren't playing that I great. wouldn't be checking like, out the Spurs scores. I wouldn't exactly. be like, Whoa, who won today in the Spurs and Suns? But it makes me enjoy not just the top half of the league, but the bottom half. And, dude, that's the thing about the NBA is they're always, like, so open to trying new things. Like, this is definitely something that yeah. could I think end up being there's the definitely league. something here because this is the most fun I've had watching any eighth seats play. I so. will say, we also haven't had sports in, like, six months, so that <laughs> might have something to do we with it. We have a lot of pent-up. A little up, bit biased. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's really fun, and I would love to see them include it into the real NBA. And I will say one thing that's kind of weird is – it kind of disadvantages the first seed because they don't have time to prepare who they're playing for. Um, but at the same time, if you're the first seed and you can't beat an eighth seed. Yeah, I was about to say, I almost kind of like that because then it makes the series almost like a little bit more even. Not, I mean, it's still not even at yeah. all. Don't get me wrong, but like it, it ups the position a little bit. Yeah. So all in all, NBA has killed it with this and it's going to be fun no matter what. All right, moving on to NHL bubble talk. Let's get it. So oh, the, yeah. the pull up my jerseys. Tur- not yet, not yet. The Toronto Maple Laughs. Maple Laughs? The Maple Leafs. Oh. But it's oh. the meme name. Okay, I was like, who, a who team named that? that? Just is a constant <laughs> choker. And to put it in perspective, they're the best team on paper in the league, and they choke in the playoffs again. So they're the Browns. Yes. No, no, because they're like they're way better than the Browns. It'd be like if like. Oh, they just choke in the playoffs. Yes. So the Ravens. Yeah. Okay. Nice. But like, so explain in football one terms. Year, every year. Oh, so okay. Raptors, Raptors before Kawhi. How about yeah, that? Yeah, Raptors before Kawhi. There we go. There they go. did it consistently. Yes. You know it's a Toronto thing. So they had the play-in series against the Blue Jackets, who just were not on the same level. This should have been a pretty easy series for the Maple Leaves. Sorry, Saints. Saints is the perfect one. There you go. There you go. Well, there's good. plenty of comparisons. Yeah, there's plenty of comparisons <laughs> here. And in a final game five. Columbus beats the Maple Leafs 3-0. Corpusalo, the goalie for Columbus, shut out 33 saves. Absolutely fantastic. But we don't really care about the game. It's more of the results. Will the Maple Leafs be blown up? I think yes. I think one of their three stars between John Tavares or Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner will not be there. Because obviously this, this, this plan isn't working. Yeah. You know, they're not winning playoff games. They're not winning games that matter. They're getting there, but just nothing's coming out of it. I think it's going to get blown up. It's kind of like the Sixers. Like This was kind of like their year to decide things, and okay. I, I think it's going to blow up from here. They're just not going anywhere. They're just not going anywhere. I'm very pro, if it's not working, get new pieces in there. Because, yes. I mean, if you have it work for consistently not yeah, work, teams then... are just teams are scared to do that because there's a lot more value than people think yes. of just – constantly winning like it's hard to be like yeah we're winning like in basketball you're win- we're winning 50 games a year i don't want to change things like i know we don't get to the promised land but i like winning 50 times you know like you like having people show up to your game every year the chiefs blew it in the playoffs i'm like yeah but we still had that much fun in this se- in, the, in the regular season yeah i mean we were still super bowl champions in our heads during the regular season yeah so. exactly so like it was we, we still had fun so it's there's a lot less value because imagine what the bit Bengals had to go through this year so now, Rough. some interesting thing with this is the NHL first overall pick is decided tonight. So they had the lottery, and a to-be-determined team won the first overall pick. How does that work? But doesn't everybody know since you know the team is in the lottery or no? So there was, like, the normal lottery. Okay. And so that's teams that weren't in the playoffs. 
okay. I think yeah. it was like eight. I think it's eight. Or no, I think it was seven teams because, you know, 24 you were in the bubble. So anyway, they had that. It's been decided. But the number one overall pick went to a team that was still in the bubble. Oh. And we talked about that. So now here are the teams that could have the first overall pick. They all have a 12 and a 12.5% um, chance. The Penguins, the Oilers, the Maple Leafs, the National Predators, the New York Rangers, the Winnipeg Jets, the Florida Panthers, and the Minnesota Wild. And which is interesting is this this Alexis Lafreniere, the projected first overall pick, and he will be, is going to go to a team that's a fringe playoff team. So this is absolutely bonkers. That's very that that can that can change a lot I mean, of this, franchises. Yeah, this is going to change a lot. I mean, for, especially with teams like the Penguins and the Oilers, where you already ha- you already have a great yeah. core. The Oilers have the best player in hockey. And, and isn't David. the number one prospect supposed to be like cold? Yes. Very good. Damn. Very, very good. Yeah, because we talked about that like a month ago. <clears throat> in Colorado. Yes. Yeah. Go listen yeah, to our Colorado I mean, special. Yeah, yeah, please. Colorado special is cool. <laughs> so, I mean, you have the Pittsburgh Penguins. You have Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby, who's one of the greatest players to ever touch a hockey stick. Man. And now you can put this young gun with them. Or we just talk about Toronto with the young with the core of Tavares, Marner, and Matthews. That'd be stacked. And you can add Alexis Lafreniere. Yikes. Those it's, names sound cool. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea. <laughs> but um, they're all stars. Mm. They're insane. I'm going to see their jerseys here soon, so I'll judge yeah. them based off of yeah. that. Yeah. Well, basically, tonight we will find out if there will be like almost like a new super team. That's cool. The lottery is always fun in any team. Yes. Any, and now, I, it's, think, I mean, there's so much on the line here. I mean, these are playoff teams. I would like the NFL to do the lottery because Dude, I think lottery is that's what like I was fun about to say. I think the NFL would be sweet with the lottery. Like, basketball lottery is so fun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, who's going to go where? Like, it cha- it's literally, you're seeing changes in franchises at the at your very site. Like, timelines change instantly. And the incentive to, like, just not tank in general is definitely really cool. Yeah, that's why the NBA changed theirs, because they're like, okay, teams are tanking, and we're gonna make it, like, the Pelicans won the lottery. They weren't even close to... I mean, the NFL yeah. does that, too. That's why the NFL is pretty annoying with that, too. But don't don't they just do go by record, or no? They go by record. Yeah, yeah they, they go, go by, by record. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. So he, if a team tanks, they just lose a bunch Oh, of yeah, games. yeah, yeah, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, he's... Like, it, Tom yeah. was saying, like, it kind of benefits like the idea of tanking, and the NBA is trying to stop tanking. Mm. Yeah, no, I was just confused. I got yeah. what Caden said. So now the NHL bracket is set, and we are gonna go through. I'm actually gonna make a just knowledgeable <laughs> bracket because you uh, know, I he's smart. I know hockey, and these guys will decide the series based on the jerseys of the teams competing with one Kaden, another. Let me make sure you can see. So I think that'll be interesting. Here. I think it'll be a pretty fun segment. Yeah, we're gonna get First. it 100 percent right. Yeah. Mark Dude, my you, words. If you guys get it right. I'm gonna shit. It myself. would be insane. <laughs> so first up, we have the number one seed Vegas playing the A seed in Chicago. Ooh. Okay, so here are the Vegas jerseys. Everyone okay. knows. I like that helmet. I like the color scheme. The These gold are clean. Black, the clean. A little bit of red. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go with this because the Knights jerseys are sick. Um, and Knights winning the chip. Chicago. Oh yeah, we're not picking oh, Chicago. I mean, theirs isn't bad, but uh, it's a classic. Knights is cold. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the golden. Knights. I have Vegas winning the series on a knowledgeable pick. I have them winning the series. So Our, ours was two. Ours was two. Hey, so oh, really, ours. we know more than Nate yeah, about hockey. Yeah, That's basically. Right. Um, do you guys have like a series number projection? It's best of seven. Best of seven. Uh, I'm saying Vegas pulls this one out in five. I think they get it in four. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Bold, bold prediction. Yeah, very. I don't know. Chicago's playing pretty hot. I have six games. I don't know, man. I think the Knights are killing it. <laughs> next, next up, we have the Colorado Avalanche versus oh. the Arizona Coyotes. 
Okay. The, um, let oh. me see, let's see the coyotes. These, these are the coyotes, right? Uh, yeah. Coyotes aren't. Oh, actually, coyotes jerseys are. They're they're pretty clean, but I love the avalanche. I gotta go with Colorado too. Yeah, I gotta uh, rep the homeland. Yeah, that's where we were born and raised. Yeah, so per- basically. <laughs> um, Do you guys have a serious prediction? I uh, I'll say in six. So their all, jerseys are pretty sick. All of their series are out of seven. Yes. Okay, makes my life easier. Um, I'm gonna say the Avalanche win in six. I'm gonna yeah. say the Avalanche win in five. So you guys are on a roll right now. Yeah. Next up, Dallas versus Calgary. Um, let me get the stars. All right, so the stars jerseys—they're a little bland. Remind me of the Jets jerseys. Um, but not too. They're not really bad. Uh, Oof. both of those kind of. I don't know. I kind of like the flames. The I do. Also, those are Chiefs colors, so I'm just gonna roll with that. Oh, they are Chiefs colors, so I feel a little bit more black than Chiefs have. But I'm gonna um, say Calgary in seven. Oof. I'm gonna say Calgary in 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 six. The Stars jerseys are just not it God, for me. You're not that confident in my Calgary? Dude, I love that Calgary pick. Yes, Kaden. let's go. Give me Calgary in seven. I love it. All I'm hearing as talent is that we're really good <laughs> hockey fans. Yeah, it's we're goats. Yeah, I mean, basically. Maybe, right. maybe we're finding out that jerseys equals success. Yeah. If you look good, you play good. Just yeah. saying. Next up, St. Louis versus Vancouver. Oof, oof. Well, I got to pick St. Louis just because. This is a brutal. We got to go by jerseys, though. Go by jerseys. I, I do like their jerseys, though. I mean, yeah, their jerseys are pretty clean. Uh, I think I think they give me a St. Louis vibe for sure. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like St. Louis with those jerseys. But. And as the only NHL team. But the Canucks jerseys are also cool. Yeah. They kind of give me, like, Seattle Seahawks. Or, uh, not, or actually, yeah, Seattle Seahawks vibes. And Supersonics. The same, like, kind of vibe. Um, ah, this is tough. I'm gonna go with the Canucks. Ooh, in seven. I still got the Blues, baby. You got the Blues. I have the Blues in six. The Canucks is a great pick, though. I, I hate picking against the Canucks. They're a very good young team. Blues won it last year, though, so they have Blues they have the championship champs, experience. So I'm gonna go with the Blues. So now our series, <laughs> my series, looks like. So how how the NHL does it? They do the best team plays the worst team. Though, so they reseed. Yeah, so they reseed. Okay. So Vegas right now with me they'll play Calgary. Okay. Oh man. So You're making me choose. You guys can go different, or you guys can just follow my bracket. Either or. Uh I, I I'll go the same. I think you had Calgary winning anyway. So no. I think, yeah, I did. We both did. I think yeah. me and Caden's bracket's the same. So no, yeah, we have the same much. bracket. Ours I have Vegas beating Calgary because I think Vegas probably has the sickest. I I so do far. as well. Um, Vegas is so wait. So if I had I had the Canucks winning, so who would? So you had Dallas winning the Calgary series, correct? No, I had Calgary. Oh, you had Calgary winning. Yeah. Okay, so your only change would be actually no, you'd so your change would just be Colorado would play Vancouver instead. So okay, you so, still have um, Vegas versus. Calgary. All right, so Vegas again, their jerseys are clean. I have Vegas winning this one four to two. I have them four to one. There you in go. Five games, baby. All right, so next up we have Colorado versus St. Louis. Talon has Colorado versus. Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, oof, man. Oh, Colorado versus St. Louis. This is like a this is like an emotional <laughs> battle for me. Um, well, I still think the Avalanche looks a little better. Damn it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I have Colorado versus Vancouver, and I, I, I barely had Vancouver winning. I, I don't love their jerseys. I think they're okay. Um, I think Colorado jerseys are sick. So I have the Colorado Avalanche winning in six games. I have the Colorado Avalanche beating the St. Louis Blues in a seven-game series. Yeah, I think my Blues take them to seven. 
I think, yeah, I think it goes to seven. The Blues, it's going to be, this is going to be an amazing series if it happens. I mean, should I say when it happens? The Ducks, we're hockey geniuses. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, but in all seriousness, I think the Western Conference Finals will be Vegas and Colorado. Let's get oh. it, baby. Hey, let, let, let's do a little back and forth. Like, you all know right. how they do at the eye doctor? Like, one, two? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so this is this is Vegas, or this is Colorado. Very clean. Okay. And this is Vegas. I, see, Vegas is so simple is the problem. Colorado's got another one little out there. On. They're a little out there, for sure. I think I have Colorado. And what? Mm. It's tough. It's I'll tough. say six. Colorado six. six. I'm gonna go with the Golden Knights in seven games, baby. Give me the Ooh. Vegas. Give me the Vegas Golden Knights. Their jerseys are Katie? literally white, gold, and black and gray. Ugh, gross. Katie? Golden Knights are making it to the uh, Bully, Stanley Cup. I love the way you think, baby. Me and Kane are on a say way Oh, hell yeah, okay. brother. Okay. <laughs> He's accidentally absolutely coming up with a sick bracket. I have Colorado also winning in six. Colorado. Wait, so you think you think the Avalanche are actually going like, to make it to the Stanley Cup? Dude, sick team. They have Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Landis I, I mean, I know all this too, but they, like, they have McKinnon. just so our They're, viewers know. <laughs> I will say they don't have as good a goalie, and I think a great goalie is always really important, but I love their young yeah. core so much. Just Isn't that why the Blues went off last year? Yes. They have a Landon Stuka. Landon Scott. Yep. 92. <laughs> I just looked at that Google. <laughs> you nailed it. All right. And I just think they have a pretty easy road in Arizona and then Vegas. And I think the Blues have a very... The Blues would be my favorite, honestly. I really yeah. love the Blues. But they have a very tough road in Vancouver and then also playing Colorado tough. in the series. It's tough. Yep. It's very tough. It's brutal for them. So <laughs> moving to the East... First up, we have Philadelphia versus Le Habitant Montreal. Okay, that was so extra. It's All right, French. so, Caden, this off. is the Philadelphia Flyers. Dude, did you close the Avalanche link? That's my winner. Okay, I need to well, know. you don't need them anymore. <laughs> so, here's the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Yeah, they're the I'm not impressed. So orange. I, I don't really like the orange. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. And oof, you're the Montreal Canadiens. Mm, that one's got a little more style to it, it. It's it's definitely it's clean. It looks I don't know if it is classic, but it looks classic. I, I'm gonna go Canadians here. I will also go Canadians in six games. I say five. Ah, see this is when you guys <laughs> this is when you guys lose it. This is the one versus eight seed. Ooh. I'm upset, baby. Let's me, get it. Canadians, let's season. go. <laughs> Give me Philly in five. Oh, he's a hater. <laughs> I'm sorry, those orange jerseys just don't do it for Moving me. Moving on, Tampa Bay versus Columbus, and before you make a pick. Tampa Bay won the President's Trophy last year. Best team in hockey by far. Got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets in the playoffs. Huge upset. I think go, ba- go back to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay mm. Lightning. So those are clean. Tampa Bay Lightning is clean. It's got the little lightning in the in the little thing. And uh, it's definitely clean for sure. And here are the Columbus I, I don't Blue know, Jackets. dude. I like the mixture of the star. I like what the flag's kind of doing in that. Yeah. I, I'm going to say. The Blue Jackets? Yeah, I'm gonna say Blue Jackets. And what? <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> oh. All right. See, I don't like the jerseys that much more, but I do like the Columbus Blue Jackets more. So I'm gonna say Blue Jackets in seven, baby. Well, you guys really <laughs> nailing it with the West. <laughs> the East is not. The East is not nailing it. You guys just had the seven seed beating the two seed. Granted, damn right. Them last year, I don't think Tampa Bay is playing around this year. I think they won in five games. I'll go ahead and say I think the West is more realistic in terms of jerseys, good jerseys to bad jerseys. Because yeah. East, uh, we're seeing that. Next up, we have the Washington Capitals versus the New York Islanders. 
Very interesting. Oh. New York Islanders is almost like a Knicks jersey. I feel like New York's not good, though. I just, I'm getting that, don't tell me, but I'm getting that vibe. It is from New York, so they have to be bad, right? Exactly. Um, I, I will say the, the Capitals, it's a little basic because, like, every team from D.C. kind of pushes the, the red, white, and blue. Except for the Washington football team. Except for the football team. Um, but <laughs> they look clean, but also the Islanders is basically a Knicks jersey. So, well, who came first, Knicks or Islanders? Knicks, I'd assume. Yeah. So they kind of copied off the Knicks, and I'll say Capitals. Capitals are kind of yeah. Iconic it's okay. Cap- I say Capitals in five games. There you go. Okay, Capitals good. in yep. six. Let's get it, baby. Capitals in six. Bully, I love the way you think. Um, I just love that. Like sometimes we'll get the same one, <laughs> the same series, but you have like no clue. What can you, you name one? Can you name one Capitals player? Capitals player. Hey, I got you, <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin. That's what that's what we said. One of the yeah. best players of all time. I mumbled anyway, that. You didn't hear it. Next yeah. <laughs> up, the Boston Bruins facing the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, oh man. Okay. So Boston Bruins. Um, I'm pretty sure their jerseys are like classic. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're so pretty. They're pretty. They gave me Steelers vibes for sure. Same yeah. same color scheme. It almost looks like a f- basketball logo to me though. Yeah. Uh, they look good for sure. I think they look good. Um, nothing too bad about it. Uh, I don't really love yellow, but yeah, it's not the worst. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's not the best. I feel but like it, you can't go wrong. Hurricanes, they're clean. Yeah, I think the Hurricanes are more clean, and I'm pretty sure they're not the best team. But I'm, honestly, there's not that much difference for me between the jerseys. I think their logo kind of sets them apart, though. I do like the Hurricanes logo a little bit better. Honestly, I don't really love the Hurricanes logo. It's just like a little spin. It's yeah. a hurricane. No, I know. I know. It's <laughs> like it's a hurricane. It's a little like. I think it's a tornado. <laughs> I'll um, say Hurricanes in. Seven, because I know what was the other team? Bru- the Bruins. Bruins, Bruins. Yeah, they're they're good. Yeah, honestly, I know that this is not the best pick, but I'm going off of jerseys, so I'm saying Hurricanes and seven, baby. I love the way you boys think. Let's get it. Yeah. You guys nailed this one. This feels like a game show. <laughs> Canes in seven, playing really hot. Svechnikov, their best player, is absolutely killing the game right now. Our boy. Let's get it. I'll give you a billion dollars. You name his first name. Blank Svechnikov. Autumn Tokenboo. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea. Okay, so you hold on. So my series is Philadelphia beat, playing the Canes, Tampa Bay playing Washington. You guys have something way we, different. We have the Blue Jackets and Capitals still in. So, so I don't know yeah, what that means. so you guys have Montreal. So they're, Montreal, they'll be yep. the last place team. You guys have Columbus. So we have Montreal playing Columbus. Nope. Playing Washington. Yes, okay. so Washington is your highest seed, so it'd be Montreal versus Washington. Oh, those are so similar, dude. Those are the same exact jerseys. Look oh, at that. No. Um, I, th- I think I like Canadians. I'm also going to go with Canadians. I think theirs is less basic than the Capitals, so I'm going to go with Washington here. Or no, sorry, Montreal Canadians in five games. Six. Wow. Okay, so your other series would be... Carolina so. and Columbus. Carolina and Columbus, yes. Uh, Columbus for sure. Yeah, Carolina again. I, they barely won last round, so uh, I'm gonna say Columbus in four, seven games. Seven? You're very confident on the Hurricanes know. colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's interesting. Now, actual hockey pick. I have the Canes beating. Philly. Guarantee you, we're gonna get all these right, and Nate's gonna look so stupid. I I really I think the Canes are really hot. You know they played really well in the playing series, and I think they just take advantage of the Flyers. You know, mm. 
I just like them a little bit more. I think it's funny the way sports are. Either of us could be right based on what we're talking about. Yeah. And he has so much more knowledge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the Canes win this series 4-2. to two. <sighs> Yikes. So now, <laughs> Tampa Bay versus Washington. Mm. It's a tough one. I, I I don't think Tampa Bay is playing games this year. I we don't have Tampa Bay. <laughs> I think they're coming up. We for, don't have Washington anymore. <laughs> no. I, I think Tampa Bay is not playing. I think they win this series in seven. All right. So uh, our... Was it conference finals? Our conference finals would be the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Montreal Canadiens. The eight and seven seed. Just yeah, so let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm honestly, it's pretty easy for me. Um, the Canadians, they you know yeah. barely barely made it out of this round. Do you guys love the Blue Jackets series um, like way too much. I th- I no, just think I think they were the best of what was left. Exactly, and I think they the bracket just fell good for them. I don't think the okay. Canadians. I don't think the Canadians. Um. It's very, it's very mm-hmm. good, honestly. I think they're okay. Canadians, they're, Canadians in five, because I do think they're much better than the Blue Jackets, though. But you, but you have to go off jerseys. We're going off jerseys. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying those are better. I think they look better. See, I think the, I think the Blue Jackets look better. The Canadian jerseys are way better than the Blue Jackets, just FYI. But um, yeah. I don't know. I think they look kind of clean. So, what is your finals? So you have. I have Vegas, the Columbus Blue Jackets winning in six games. You have Vegas versus Columbus. Yup. <laughs> is that a one versus seven seed? That's the one seed of the West playing the seven seed in the East. Let's get it, baby. Hayden, you have Colorado playing the Canadians. Yes, sir. The eighth seed. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah, we're pretty good at I have predicting. Tampa Bay beating the Canes in, let's go six games. <laughs> Noob move. <laughs> I think Tampa Bay is not messing around this year. I think they're going for what what's theirs. Didn't they, like, choke it last year? I, I literally just told you oh, about that. Bad, they bad. played the Columbus Blue Jackets in the first series and got swept. But now I, I remember that happening now. now yeah. Like, yeah. They were by far the best team in the league hey, last year. All I'm saying is our eight seed predictions look uh, a little nicer. No, what happened? I mean, sure. an episode that happened last year. <laughs> okay. You guys say so. Now we have so, to watch these games. Talon. All right. Your final, Vegas versus Columbus. I have the Golden Knight, the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. And... It's pretty pretty obvious for me. Um, the Golden Knights are easily the best jerseys in the NFL. Or NFL. <laughs> we <laughs> love these NFL jerseys. I love NHL. Uh, NHL, it's easily. I think it's color seems clean. Um, nothing to do with their players. Um, the Golden Knight, the Vegas Golden Knights will win the Stanley Cup in five games. There you go. The Colorado Avalanche are going to beat the Montreal Canadiens. In <laughs> let's go. Hey, could you pull up to uh, wait? Oh, no, I have. I don't have the Canadians. Oh, well, thanks for helping me. Out. They they were the oh, Cubs looking on. one. Okay. Um, Cubs I think I got <laughs> <laughs> Avalanche in. Let's go six. Boom. Hmm. Now as an actually hockey pick, Colorado. Uh, so in case you guys didn't know, these Nate has real hockey picks. <laughs> yeah, I actually know what's going on. Colorado versus Tampa Bay. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. It's a great jersey matchup. <laughs> I think Tampa Bay has the better goaltender, and I think this front of the playoffs, of goalies, what makes the biggest difference. I mean, look at the Blues last Blues, year. Bennington yeah. absolutely carried. And just for shits and giggles, I want to see a Stanley Cup game seven. Let's go to seven games. Tampa Bay Lightning winning four to three. Don't know how I feel about it, but I all I know is that it's going to be an amazing playoffs to watch. 
guarantee you the Knights are winning the Stanley Cup. Dude, if they... Okay, I love that we did this, just because if you guys get at least yep. one series right, I'm going to just be, like, so proud. When we get all the series what, right, When we mean? get all of them right? I'm so confident. <laughs> and now we have to watch every game, because I'm so confidence. hyped. So, there you go. So, basically, you have your Stanley Cup winners. So, Talon, you have Vegas. Caden, you have... Colorado and I have Tampa Bay, which I lo- I feel pretty good about Cadence as well. Now on to NFL and NFC South review. The Panthers. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton's gone. We kind of shared our thoughts about Teddy, so I won't go too in-depth with it, but I think there is some potential there. He played really well last year. Yeah. Pretty underrated um, free agency, wide receiver-wise. They got Farrell Cooper and Robbie Anderson, two guys that I think mixed with already having Curtis Samuel. Can be pretty dangerous. And DJ Moore. I really like the receiving core they're building around um, Teddy Bridgewater. Also, they got P.J. Walker, which is just interesting. Yeah. I, I love it. XFL God. And then the draft, they have they got some really great draft pieces on defense in Derek Brown, Gross Matos, and Jeremy Chin. Good I draft. think this is a great building block for a great defense in a couple of years. Yeah. Could be. Their win range for me is four to six wins. Yeah, uh, I don't have much to say about the Panthers. They... Uh... I think they have the right pieces. It's just not their year. They're going to need a couple more years to build up some a lot more holes in the offense and defense. So I have them, unfortunately, just because this division is so rough, I have not 3-5. Um, yeah, I think Teddy Bridgewater coming in replacing Cam Newton. I actually like the replacement. Um, obviously, you'd rather have Cam, former MVP, but I think with his injuries and stuff, Teddy's yes. a great replacement. Um, Christian McCaffrey is going to go off again this year, but yeah. sadly for no reason. He's going to be a fantasy god for sure. Yeah. Um, also, I think Derek Brown's going to be an amazing building block on that defense for the next five mm-hmm. or six years. Um, building around him is going to be great. I think the defensive end they picked up in the second round, Gross Matos, also a steal to get there in the second round because I saw a bunch of mock drafts of him going in the uh, first round. I also think getting Robbie Anderson in free agency was a good pickup. Solid. Him with DJ Moore to go with Teddy Bridgewater, just give them a connection to build on. That's going to be great for him. Um, It definitely feels like a transition year for them. So in a year where their division's already super hard, they're just trying to get adjusted to each other. I only see them getting three to five wins. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on Derek Brown. I think he has an extremely high floor. It's just how high is the ceiling going to be? Moving on, the Atlanta Falcons, and this is a team that just we just don't know what we're going to get out of. You know, they made it to the Super Bowl, and ever since, they've been absolute dog shit. But, you know, they signed Todd Gurley, and if he can be healthy, we know what Todd Gurley can do. I didn't mind the Hayden Hurst pickup, but I think Hayden Hurst does have some potential as a tight end number one. Got Dante Fowler to replace Vic Beasley, which I didn't mind. They're pretty similar players in skill level. And they lost Austin Hooper, but like I said, I like Hayden Hurst, so... And I'm not the biggest Austin Hooper guy. Very touchdown dependent stat-wise. And, I mean, it's just like, I mean, if you don't get those touchdowns, does he have the same season? No. Very underwhelming draft for the Falcons. Not one pick really stood out to me. I didn't really feel great about any of them, which is very disappointing in a team that does have some major holes. Wasn't their first pick AJ Trill? Yeah. And which I was like, eh, do I love it? No. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Yeah, it just... Do I think AJ Terrell is going to be a bust? No. Do I think AJ Terrell is going to be a, a cornerback number one? No. He doesn't. He's not enough to move the needle. Yeah. Their one range for me, just a little bit disappointing with their offseason, five to seven. But yeah. They got New Jersey's. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. The New Jersey's are going to give them a couple more wins. No, but for real, uh, I had. Yeah. They're just. 
I think they're the same team as last year. They have Todd Gurley, but I don't think he's going to be good. So I have them at 46, Kaden. Um, so obviously, you know, Todd Gurley highlights the offseason for them. He was their biggest pickup. Now, is that a great pickup? Debatable. We'll see. But um, I'm, I'm actually excited to see him on the Falcons. I think they'll use him in an interesting way. Um, I also think, like you said, Dante Fowler was a really good pickup for them to replace Vic Beasley. Um, also, I think the stat that they have 11 first-round picks starting on offense is wild. That is kind of crazy. But I also don't really think it matters because what that kind of also tells me is that none of them really panned out if you have that many. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think they've been sputtering for the last however many years. Um, I think this is going to continue this year just because, you know, like this division sucks for them. It's really difficult. Like you got the two juggernauts in front of you who are Super Bowl contenders. Um, I see them getting maybe like five to seven wins. And four of them being, or two of them being the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, obviously, the Bucks. And, you know, the Bucks overall kind of had a quiet offseason. I hate saying that because the moves were huge splashes. But in, like, regarding, like, number of signings and number of, like, yeah. graphics I love, pretty quiet, honestly. New Jersey's great. Tom Brady. We've talked about Tom Brady going to the Bucks. I mean, I think he's actually going to have a great year. I think in this system, very guns a hoe. If Jameis Winston can get 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns and, you know, also 30 picks, but whatever, I think Tom Brady's going to have a fantastic year. I'm projecting over 4,500 yards and over 30 touchdowns. I think it's just going to be a pass-heavy offense. And That's I know a you, lot of stats. I know you guys don't, a lot of stats. I know you guys don't agree with me on that regard, but it's just a different style of play. And if Jameis Winston's blind ass can do it, I think the greatest quarterback to ever touch a football can. I mean, yeah, that's fair, but I just, I, for the longest time I was with Nate and I was saying, oh, you, I will, I will say he's, he can do anything until I was proven wrong. And I believe I was proven wrong last year. Um, he had the ability before to carry bad offenses and last year he just couldn't do it. Um, and last time we saw Tom Brady on the field, he threw a pick six to end the game in the first round. Um, and that's just not what we see from Tom Brady usually. So uh, honestly, I'm I'm not really too high on the Bucks. I think they'll be a good team. I think Tom Brady will be pretty decent statistically. Um, not 30 touchdowns, but he'll be okay. And I have the Bucks winning eight to ten games. I think they're still really talented, and they have some great pieces on defense, like Shaquille Barrett and other players. So, yeah, eight to ten, ten at most. Um, we gotta talk about the biggest acquisition from the Bucks this off season, Shady McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I'm just kidding. But obviously, when you're getting Tom Brady on your team, you're getting a winning veteran with championship experience, the most championship experience actually. Yeah. Um, which is gonna help that young, talented roster a lot. I think they've already come out and said like Chris Godwin, like the energy in the buildings just changed. Yeah. It's just different now. I still don't know what's going on with Gronk and OJ. Yeah, I forgot about Gronk too, honestly. Yeah, Gronk yeah. and OJ. I mean, if they that is a stacked tight end core. If they are Brady. both happy, yeah, I mean that's, that's stacked. A great number two. I also I'll also say to your credit, I think um, Arian Foster is going to get what Bruce Arians. Bruce, Bruce Arians. That's the guy. I said Arian, Arian Foster is like the Texans to twenty ten. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know where that came from in my notes, but I think he's going to get the absolute best out of Brady, whatever's left in him. Um, the only thing that worries me about Brady, and I actually did see a stat the other day that said he has the most attempted downfield, third most attempted downfield passes since 2018, which I thought was interesting. But it, for me at this point, it's just can he hit those, which That's fair. is the same thing with Phillip Rivers. I mean, you're just kind of getting older. You're just kind of getting up there. 
Um, I think both of them will go off. Um, I do think improving the O line is going to help him out a lot with the Tristan. Is it Worfs or Worfs? Worfs. Okay, I think that's going to help them out a, a lot pick. on the offense. Yeah, help them out on the offensive line. I think if everything falls right for this team, and I mean everything, they can win the division. But as of right now, I only see them at ten to twelve wins. Yeah. Um, finishing up my thoughts, I'm not sure how I feel about Gronk. We'll, I mean, we'll we'll see. Didn't really love him his last season. He retired. You know, we'll see. I love that they tagged Barrett. I mean, had an amazing year last year. Led the NFL in sacks. I think he's gonna do yeah, it again. That's huge. I love the worst pick, like Caden mm-hmm. said. I also love the Antoine Winfield pick at safety. Mm-hmm. I'm really big fan of him from the University of Minnesota. Isn't that second round too? Yes, and yeah. then the third round pick, Keyshawn Vaughn, the running back. I kind of like it. I think it adds some depth. Good and, value. You know, maybe he can, you know, be the, a Bucks back who can actually take the helm. Can, can we talk about their backfield for a second? Because I'm kind of confused on what they're doing. Like they just drafted a guy, they just signed Shady, and they still have the guy they don't from last have, year. Like any great number one option, so they're just kind of throwing, and then whoever's hot gets the ball that day. Bruce Arians yeah. doesn't really care. He's yeah. going to throw the ball a lot. My win yeah. range for the Bucks is 9-11. to 11. Starting off with the Saints, Drew Brees is still the quarterback. There was no question about that before the offseason. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders, absolutely beast <clears throat> pickup. I love it. You have a receiving core of Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders now. Two great number one options. And uh, Ken Jr. Yeah, Again, that's Jr. fantastic. Malcolm Jenkins, safety from the Philadelphia Eagles, great pickup. The thing, uh, the thing about the Saints is we we know what they bring. It's yeah. just can they execute? Cesar Ruiz at the center position, I really like, and Zach Bond at linebacker, <laughs> another like it. They kind of made the most out of their situation. They only had four picks in this year's draft, but I think the Saints are going all in, and this could be the, maybe their year. I hate to say this, this could be their year because I feel like it could be any year. They just choke in the playoffs, but this team on paper, in my eyes. Maybe the best team in football. Yeah, I mean, I I think they are the best team on paper, but you know, I think regular season wise, they're gonna kill it. Regular season wise, they're gonna win a lot of shit ton of games. So the playoffs is where I always have questions, but like, I mean, today we're not talking about the playoffs. So I mean, yeah, they're gonna be great. Drew Brees is still gonna be great, no matter how old he gets, and Michael Thomas is gonna get a lot of two yard out routes. Yeah. Um. I think it's pretty much the same team coming back, which is not a bad thing at all for them. Because they won 13 games, you want the same team to come exactly. Back. And honestly, they got better. I think adding Jameis too, if he decides to stay, which this isn't for this season, next season, other seasons. Um, if he decides to stay and he learns from Drew Brees and calms down a little bit, I think he's going to be a very yeah, good quarterback. Yeah, the LASIK surgery? Yeah, I, I, I actually believe Jameis is going to be a good quarterback at some point. That's a great point. I love that they kind of have their plan for the future. And I think, like like you said, I think Jameis can be good, especially after learning Jameis, after Jameis, Jameis learning after Jameis, Jameis Winston learning after Drew Brees. I think it can really improve his decision-making. And I know we joke about the LASIK, but, I mean... It's like a... It's kind if of like you a can see where you're thing. throwing, that kind of helps. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, so, I never... Well, you have the schedule pulled up, yes? Uh, yeah, let me finish what I was going to say. Oh, my bad. Though. I thought you were done. Um, I just, they also have Taysom Hill, which, you know, yeah. if, even if they lose Jameis next season, you have Taysom Hill coming in. I think yeah. he's going to be good. Um, adding Emmanuel okay. Sanders, terrifying wide receiver tandem with Michael Thomas. Absolutely brutal. Um, I think Alvin Kamara kind of needs to pick up the slack a little bit this year because I think last year after losing Mark Ingram, he kind of plateaued yes. a little bit. Um, I also think Malcolm Jenkins coming back, safety on defense, huge for them. I love him coming back, veteran presence. Um, I don't think that much change, not much really needed to. Um, I really just think their playoff luck needs to change more than anything for them. But yeah. um, I see them getting 11 to 13 wins, 
well, not doing win count, but I do think this is going to be an absolute dogfight in this division between the um, Bucks and Saints. Yeah, let's see it. Um, speaking of Bucks and Saints, first game. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we got Buccaneers at Saints week one. I actually think the Bucks win this game. I think Saints win this one. I yeah. think I think teams with new quarterbacks and new systems are going to take a I fight. honestly think the Bucks will struggle pretty early on. Yeah, but you say that, but the Bucks just blew out the Saints last season or the season before. They, I don't know. They, it's I, just different. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think the Saints win this one. Saints, I have Saints also winning. Okay, I have Saints losing this one, but after that we got Saints at Raiders. Saints win. Dub. Yup. Um, then we have Packers at Saints. That's going to be a good game. That's a good-ass game, man. Give me a um, dub for the Saints. Yeah, I'm not big on the Packers this year. Me neither. Saints at Lions, dub. Shit. 4-0. Um, Chargers at Saints. 5-0. I'm sorry. Panthers at Saints. 6-0. Um, Saints at Bears. I'm gonna give them an L this game just because. But am I looking for an L or uh, I'm do looking they actually for an L get right the L? L? But there's no way they're losing to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. They beat them last year. I mean, I could see like maybe a Nick Foles breakout game. I don't know. Seven to L. Saints at Bucks. I'll give them a dub here because I, I think th- they're gonna split. I think yeah. they'll split. I'll, Seven I'll, I'll have them split. I think eight Niners at Saints. I think they lose this game. I think after you play the Bucks, this is kind of just a bad matchup. I agree. Beat them last year. Do the same. Um, oh, Falcons and Saints don't really need to talk about that at all. Eight and two. Me and Nate are the same. Um, then we have Saints at Broncos. I think they lose this game. Ooh, I think Broncos That's a, is kind of a hard place to play. I'm gonna give them a loss here. Yeah, <laughs> I have the most dub, but like, yeah, I feel the same exact way. That, that's a tough place to play. Saints at Falcons, dub. I think they sweep easy. Um, Saints and Eagles. I think this is an interesting. I'm not matchup. big on the Eagles. I'm I have the Eagles winning. The wait, wait, did I have the Eagles winning? Or no, because they weren't my division. Yeah, I, I, I have the Eagles. Boys. I have the Eagles winning. Well. I agree with that one. Um, then we got Chiefs at Saints. At Saints. I think I had the Chiefs losing this game, so I have to let the Saints. I win honestly it. don't remember. I don't remember. I, I, think I like I had the, the Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs are good at football. Vikings at Saints. This is going to have some fits for oh, dude, Saints they're fans. So, they're absolutely launching. Saints are ready to come back, so Saints. Yeah. 11-4. and four. And then to finish up the season, we got Saints at Panthers, dub. Oh, yeah. Yes. Easy dub. So I have 12-4. and 12-4 and four as well. Twelve and we four keep as well. ending up on the exact same record, but we don't agree on the games. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. I think we're smart. Wait, it's okay. And you also had 12-4? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, well, he well, didn't So we guarantee it. The three of our genius brands combined say that Saints are going 12 and 4. Exactly. Mark and our words. That I think wraps up our divisions, right? Yeah, I man. Think, kind yeah. of flew by. Yeah, I mean, it took it felt like forever, but yeah, yeah. it's over now. Kind of went by quick. It did. It was fun. Yep. So, thank you guys so much for listening. That's the end of our NFL preview and we have a lot of more exciting NHL and NBA talk for you. So, oh, yeah. we look forward to next week's episode. Yeah, thank for you sure. so much.